And we're back again. Hello. Hello hey, hey. again. Hey, everybody. Feels like it's been forever. Maybe not. <laughs> what do you mean? It's just a week. Just a week. All right. Episode 16. 16. Episode 16. This is a solid chunk. Okay. <laughs> and right. dead air. <laughs> okay. The, uh, do you want me to jump right into... Uh, Do we have any announcements? Does anybody else have anything? We're good. I don't know. Really, just thank people for listening and hanging on. And uh, yeah. We're having fun. I'm hoping you're enjoying it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. You know what? I think that's it. I'm having fun. I hope other people are having fun. I agree. All right. Well, let's let's continue having some fun then and get right to it because that's that's kind of what we do. So, Alar. Break it down for us. The heroes fought off a green slime beast, which split into multiple creatures and exploded as they were defeated. The heroes took a well-deserved rest and got to know each other through a game of honesty or challenge. What would they find on the next level of the dungeon? Tune in to Dungeon Patrol. Dun -dun. Well, the only way to find... What's on the next level is to go to the next level. Keep climbing. So with, is it Dagmar in the lead? That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I would like to stealthily climb the stairs. All right, Dagmar, give us some stealth action. I shall uh, stealthily follow him. That is uh, 15. All right. That's, that's not bad. I was not quite as stealthy. I was only a 13. Ooh. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. I These tripped. aren't terrible numbers. And Pathfinder would be like, yeah, you kind of <laughs> washed it. But now it's like, you know, a moderate success 15, you're doing okay. So the stairs climb. Now these, these are wide stone stairs, well-worn. There are, there are like handrails, wrought iron handrails leading the way up. Wow. But the the, um, the stairs themselves. I mean, I'm glad they were concerned wide. about safety. For it's def definitely about safety, but also about uh, you know having ample room for passage. And you climb up, uh, probably the equivalent of several flights. Although I suppose if there's not a landing, it's not really flighted. You think you climb? You know, maybe you've gone up 30, 40 feet to the next landing, and you'll notice on roll twenty, I have revealed that said landing off to the left there. Yes, I see it. At the top of the stairs, things have not changed much. It still looks like the same constructed... I'm, I'm going to keep calling it a dungeon because, you know, that's that's the term people are used to. Clearly, this is not an actual dungeon. What its purpose, true purpose was, you don't know. It seems to be really constructed for utility more than anything. Um, like some ancient workplace. But... Here you are. You reach the top of the stairs. Yeah, it's no just a lot of empty you. offices and hallways. I mean, well, I mean, so what you've seen is a, is a lot of hallways, but a lot of storage areas, maybe maintenance type areas. So, who knows? At the top of the stairs, there is a very short hallway that ends in a juncture where you can go left and you can go right. Looking to your right, you can see that the tunnel extends about fifty feet and is collapsed. Uh, you, and you notice that the walls here have more of these cracks. Uh, 
Tristan Dagmar, you kind of get to the top of the stairs and you can see the cracks on that north wall kind of run, you know, run vertically. And there's uh, it's not difficult terrain, but there there's patches of dirt and, and rubble just strewn haphazardly up and down this hall. More so on this level than the one below. And the tunnel or passage leads to the left out of sight. I sometimes wonder if we need to be concerned about the structural integrity of this place. Yeah, I agree with that. It seems like it's fallen down. All right. Well, you uh, you didn't immediately notice it, but uh, just because of some of the debris. But you uh, say it looks like Dagmar's, I don't know, you're, gonna, you're just kind of dragging your pawns down the hall. Yeah. So whoever is actually, you know, is that Dagmar, are you kind of like walking a few feet in front of Triss? Are you guys trying to like walk in tandem? And I mean, uh, I'm, I w- I'm trying to stay just behind him. Yeah, I'd be in front. All right. Then Dagmar, you know, you you pause probably about right there because you notice in the debris just about five feet in front of you, there is a large, very dead rat lying in the center of the corridor, and it is pierced with a dozen tiny darts. Hmm. When I say like large rat, like it's this is a small dog-sized rat. He's probably uh, a ten pounder. I will take out the dart, one of the darts. And I'll hand it to Brokos in case he wants to lick it. He's he's a weird, you know, for poison or whatever. <laughs> You're always putting your fingers yeah. into animals and stuff. Like, yep. this is not a weird thing. I agree. I agree with Dagmar. <laughs> uh, he's got so a reputation. Since he's so willing to with the rat, I will come up. And can I see how the rat is? It, is it's bloated, yeah? It's not bloated, actually. It's a bit mm. desiccated. Mm. Uh, Dr. Brokus is on the scene. Mm-hmm. You examine the carcass, presumably? Yes, I would like to examine the carcass. Um, I will, uh, let's say that is uh, 25 for a medicine. Well, you think that it is, it's probably been dead about a week. So this is not an ancient carcass. Uh, you know, it's gone through the, the sure. early stages of rot, but it's... Do I see any teeth markings? Is this perhaps just a natural death? A heart attack, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> the, the n- pneumonia? Bolts, the, uh, the arrows in it might be a, a oh, clue. Darts, oh, yes. <laughs> that could have been afterwards. I'm trying to see if the, it died. Used it as target practice? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I wonder if the arrows were post-mortem. Excellent well, you know, question. with a roll of that magnitude. I mean, <laughs> Thank you. I want to get something out of this twenty. <laughs> I'm like, like, you need some little spectacles where you put on. I'm like, yeah. well. I got some gloves. Some it had an iron gloves. deficiency. You think that the you think that the, the myriad darts caused this early demise? It was and, otherwise uh, in pretty good health, if not a bit obese. So, <laughs> uh, the dart itself. Uh, does anybody know anything about the history of darts and manufacturing companies of darts? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to try to figure out whose darts these belong to. But these darts can be reused. And uh, Dagmar, I don't know if you need some. No. Um, no, no, I don't. Oh, actually, you know what? I will take those. Well, I'd thank like you. to inspect a oh, dart no, thank first. You. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes. Can I inspect one of them? And like you said, they're tiny. I mean, they're tiny. 
Like they would be used by tiny creatures? I mean, or is this something that like I can smaller see? than a kobold would use? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. No. So they, um, you think that they would probably be either used in like a blowgun or in a projectile. You, while you could technically throw them, correct, uh, and because they're all, they're only about an inch, uh, an inch long, you probably oh. could not effectively throw them without some sort of slinger or. Okay. I mean, you could play you could play games with them. Inch long is pretty small. Yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah. Mm. Well, then I will not keep them. Okay. Uh, so Tris, I would say, since you did say you inspected, mm-hmm. you do notice on the tips of them, um. Like a decayed substance is on the tip. Like it had a it had the coating on the tip, but it's been a very long time. Well, I'll ask Brokos to sniff it and tell me if he thinks it was po- a poison of some kind. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have any spells, so I'm just gonna sniff it, and maybe just like it's a little, like just a little. Oh, See, no, 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 you called no, it, Dagmar. Yeah. Come to get <laughs> a little bit. Little no, bit. just lick my finger. You know, just put some on my finger and like my finger. Uh-huh. Yeah, you should be careful about what you put in your mouth. Bro. Licking a dart, gross. My finger is okay. I know where this finger's been. <laughs> yes, it's been Still touching gross. a dart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a dead rat. We're in a dungeon. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if I can smell you. You, 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 you take a you take a lick of the finger from. Yeah. Uh, transferring from the dart mm. mm-hmm. uh, there there's definitely a hint of blood probably mm. from the rat yeah mm. Mm. but uh, there is something else that, that you're able to kind of work free it's what you what you determine is <laughs> that whatever was on the dart had dried up well before it okay. punctured into the rat but you with a certain degree of moisture you work some of it off and get it onto your tongue and the tip of your tongue tingles and goes numb ah yes yes there is some kind of numbing agent, um, perhaps poison or perhaps some kind of paralyzing of hatred that I get from this. Uh, no doubt they were trying to kill this rat. Dagmar, are there any traps around here? I'll, I'll take a look. All right, do so. There seems to be some sort of numbing agent. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm drooling, by the way. That's how it actually sounded like. That's a good point. Yeah. Like he just had. He thought he sounded so. In his head, he was. Eloquent. Just perception for the trap checking? Uh, Yes. 17. All right. It is actually not really, really well concealed, but you you did just barely notice it. There is a. There's a pressure plate there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you detect some small spring-loaded spring-loaded alcoves mm-hmm. that no doubt ejected these darts into this poor little rat. Mm-hmm. Okay. The curious thing, though, I will say curious. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this into your brain, is that they they are all very low, like all the little holes. Yeah, are are within like two feet up, and you know, so it's not like they were waist level for you or head level for you. Had you triggered it, it probably would have all hit your legs. Hmm. Okay. Uh, would it be the type of thing that I would be able to disarm, or would it be like something we would just avoid now that like we know where we're stepping, kind of thing? Well, that it is triggered, so. But in case there's more. Yeah, in case there's. It's... More. Yeah, you could take a. You could basically watch for it. 
I want... means you'll need to be more careful. Is there a lot any signs of other? I'm just wondering as far as since it was low and it was poison, almost was this and this plate must have been very sensitive for a rat to trip it, right? But it's a big rat, but yes. Yes. Um, I'm wondering if this is just traps, like rat traps. That is entirely possible. Does it seem like this area is traveled much by is this a rat trail? I mean just one rat? As far as, as if there's anything like, is that what this trap is? It's kind of weird that it's so low, yeah? Um, I got a 22 on survival. You do find other um, little rat feet tra uh, trails in the dirt. So the, the uh, rats have come and gone down this hall. Mm -hmm. hmm. Who knows how long until a rat was large enough to trigger the trap or... Yeah. Maybe one just wasn't wise enough, or who knows? It's a mystery. Yeah. Well, I will continue down the hall and just be careful of any similarly, uh, what I would think is another pressure plate. Based uh, I will, on what I'm seeing. Dagmar, one second. I will hand him my quarter staff so he can maybe push the plates down. Yeah, there you go. No, oh, sure. Yeah, you could have this. I don't use it. All right. I will. Uh, I'll take he just randomly have a quarter staff. You yeah. Know. Where's where where have you stored that thing? Like like that's nothing well, awkward back. about that at all. No, I mean quarter staff is part of my. I don't get many proficiencies in weapons, and that's one of my. That's my starting weapon. Just straps it to his it, back and goes on. <laughs> all right, so Dagmar, oh. you're going to use the quarter staff and just tap in front of you like a blind man. Uh, yep, yep. On anything I'm suspicious of. But um, I'm not going to be, like, hyper-vigilant. I still want to keep us moving at a pretty brisk pace. Okay. Okay. So you tap, not tap, tap. you're not tap, 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 tap. You're, like, looking. Okay, that looks suspicious. Let me hit that. Yep. Okay. So we're still really relying on your perception. So give yes. me one of those. <clears throat> Nat 20. So that's a 26. Nice. All right. That's good. So yeah, you go about uh, 20 more feet down the hall and you see what appears to be another one of these little pressure plates. Okay, I will point it out and uh, step around it, basically. Okay. Um, and I'll point it out to everybody and then keep going. I will not step where he indicates. I'll, I'll walk around it. I will do a little spin Ooh. as I step around it. A flourish of my okay, so you're trip. but you're okay, but you're not trying to trigger it or anything. Of course not. Correct. <laughs> well, he's, he, you know, right, I'm just gonna put a little icon out there for it. There you go. I just want to make it dramatic when I step past the trap. All right, you uh, move past the trap with a flourish. All right, about twenty feet past that, you come to another juncture. Let me give you a little more area here. To the south, a short tunnel ends in yet another one of these rooms. Hmm. But the hall continues on to the west, and you can see now in the gloom, so that's about the edge of your dark vision, what looks like a portcullis with a larger room beyond. And these rooms don't have any doors on them, right? They're just open to the hall? Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. The utility they, of them is... And than, they never had doors, like there's no hinges or frames mm -hmm, or anything no. like that. Okay. That would be, uh, is it fairly dark in here? Like, would we need dark vision to see, or is it 
lit by. It is completely dark in here. Okay, so I would have used two key points to cast dark vision on myself. So mm, okay, I'll just I'll just mark those off, and then um, I'll look at Triss and I'll point uh, to the right and or I'll point uh, forward and kind of shrug, like which way do you want to go? I don't see any reason to go into that the that room down there. We haven't found anything in yet. If you want to go look, I guess we can go look. I don't care. But what is that thing up there? Ah. She used her actual perception versus her character perception. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I, you know, as a GM, I do enjoy doing sometimes. Uh, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. That is an advantage of a digital, uh, you know, uh, battle map is that you can put these little things in there. And... So Triss, uh, she goes about 15 feet past that intersection and... You do see there is a dark opening measuring about two feet by two feet, roughly six feet above the floor. And when you first look at it, there are two red eyes peering out at you from the inky blackness. The eyes are set about five inches apart and disappear as soon as you put your face into the opening and you hear scurrying into the So I'm not six feet tall. So how did I, how did I put my face in the opening? I don't know. I assumed you jumped up. Okay. Can't you use your tail to push yourself up like no it's not that strong it's not it's not prehensile no i wish it were i that would be a nice feature Mm -hmm. so dekmar let me borrow that stuff i hand it over and then i i like shove it into the i mean i like i'm not gonna let go of it so she just throws it into there you go get (laughs) it now (laughs) (laughs) wow that lasted for like 10 minutes, guys. <laughs> We've had I've been, a lot of sharing. I've been now. carrying this staff around this long, and he's, it's gone now. <laughs> well, nobody knew it was there. It's like, yeah, I had like, no narrative yeah. attachment to it at all at this point. Yeah. Right? It's like there was a little mouse suddenly. We had no idea all this time. So, no, I'm just I'm just forcefully poking into the hole. Uh, you, you do so, and kind of, you don't hit anything so the hole is deeper than the length of your arm and the staff all right so but i i have dark vision so can what do i see now that the eyes are gone i will have dagmar give me a boost you see i see uh yeah hall goes about 25 feet and then turns and you said this is a two foot by two foot opening i did say that Rokos, can you turn into something to crawl down? Yeah, there? I'm, I'm back behind there. I was gonna go follow Alar into the room, but then I heard like crawling and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this, this sounds fun. Um, let's see, what should I turn into? Perhaps a rat. Yeah, I mean, rats are fun and stuff. Um, what about a a, a dog, a, a particularly a terrier that is adept at? Oh. Cornering oh, things in holes. Yeah. Interiors are good for rats. So, you mm-hmm. know. That's right. I was going to just think um, a badger is a tiny beast. So a badger would fit. No, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Shocking. And it has dark vision and it has keen smell. So I'm going to turn into a badger. All very All right. Surprised. You turn into a badger and... Yep. Does somebody lift him up, or do you have to climb up the wall? I got pretty we sharp claws, I'd imagine. I, that we will still lift him up. We, 
Did you see I'm, a little? I don't have eight strength anymore, so I should be able to pick him <laughs> up and put him in there. <laughs> All right. Dagmar lifts sh- Brokos up, getting a little badger button. In his you face. can yeah, do make a, sure. hand, a one-handed okay. handstand and lift him up with your feet. <laughs> let's for be all very you want, man. Let's be very careful how you handle me, okay? No, nowhere to grab me. I just want to be there. Otherwise, <laughs> you're gonna get some claws in your face. Look out for the badger butt. Right. You oh, hold, you're just gonna see a little hold badger him like a hamburger. Yes. Yes, yep. like a hamburger, and I just place him. That's right. Yep. And you see a little badger butt waddle away. Yep. Never to be seen again. Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. Right? Let's put a hole in the wall that only Brokos can fit in, <laughs> and for him to disappear. <laughs> well, you just lay the traps out and see what happens. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right, I will waddle into the hole. All right, you do so. It, uh, it goes forward about 25 feet. Do I and smell then anything? turns to the left. I'd like to sm- sniff and perhaps pick up any kind of. You smell rat. Ah. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I will follow the hole around the corner. All right. Well, oh, the hole continues goes. on quite some ways. Wow. And then. And go ahead. Yeah. It goes so that's good. I don't know, 40, 45 feet along. I'll keep going and tell you unless you want to say stop. You can keep going. You pass through okay. some uh, some rat droppings. Sure. And some other little rat detritus that they they leave behind. Well, I'm going to use my um, some of, some of my wit and wisdom and take a <laughs> left here because the room, you know. So I'm going back towards the hall. All right, you do so because to the right, it continues on for some for some ways. Actually, mm. I say that generically because it continues on out of sight, sure. and you can see some other crisscrossed tunnels along the way. So, you don't think necessarily the rat dug at all or who who created that tunnel, but nevertheless, is it, it is made by it's it's not like water erosion, right? It's it was it was made it was by made claws tunnel. or something. Okay. Uh, no, you, it, um, it doesn't look like it was clawed. It looked like it was fashioned. Tool. Tooled. Fashioned. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe for ventilation. Sure. Uh, because speaking of ventilation, so when you turn to the left, the, the, your little tunnel ends and there is a metal grate covering the exit and you can peer through it and you see there is a room beyond, which as you suspected connects to I'll just give you kind of a straight line view uh, because you're about six feet off the ground mm-hmm. and you can see into a large, very large room beyond. Hmm. You don't have a good angle of view just because of the yeah. grate. You can kind of press your little furry face against it. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, is the grate, I'm going to try to push up against it. Is it pretty solid? It creaks a bit. You think perhaps you might be able to exert some force to break it yeah. open. Well, I'm going to be a badger and going to start trying to climb around where the base is. Maybe try to excavate a little bit around it like a, a badger would, you know, dig. Badger's going to badge. Badger's going to badge. <laughs> badger going to badge. Mm. <laughs> All right. So while Brokos is doing that, what are the rest of you doing? I am trying to... to up on my tippy toes and peer into the hole because I am worried about the Brokos. Oh, I'm very worried about Brokos as well. I'm going to go look in this room. 
I would uh, take a look at the portcullis. Perfect. Uh, that's great. So now so we have really split the party. Spread the party. We just did that. Well, bonuses, we don't get a lightning bolt down us. So I mean. <laughs> no lightning bolt, no fireball, also no healing. It's, it's fine. I mean, they're all only about We're good. 40, feet, fine. 40 feet from each other. It's fine. So it's you're, fine. you're okay. You can you can hear each other easily in the, in the gloom. Well, let's just start with Alar, since he, he went and investigated the small room. Much like the other chambers, it is it is. It is completely empty of any interesting objects. The only feature is there is a uh, an oily liquid dripping from the center of the ceiling in this area. Area, ew. And there's a shallow trough worn down by time, running down the middle of the room, and the fluid trickles along it for about fifteen feet before disappearing into a crack in the floor. Huh. Brokos, come lick this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought you left so, just to forget about me, you know, to get me off your mind, but I'm just never out of your mind. All right. So, Tris, you uh, you remain concerned, listening attentively into the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Dagmar, you have reached the portcullis. It appears to be secure, and there does not appear to be a means to open it on this side. Looking through the portcullis, you can see beyond a very large room, um, filled with crates that are haphazardly scattered around the room, some of them broken open as if there were large stacks and shards of wood. But at the room, let's see, so you've got 60 feet? Yes. All right, I'll just reveal a little bit more because the room, it really, really opens up. And then Brokos, you have been putting some effort into scratching at the walls. Let's have a strength check to see if you can push this grate Okay. Hmm. Yeah, a better strength is not that impressive. I I would say (laughs) if you have athletics proficiency, you can add that. Um, yeah. Well, I might, I have to, I appreciate that. I don't. Um, but my badger, I'm in badger form, so I have to use badger strength. Um, how wide are these gate, are these, are the, the bars, like distance between the bars? They're not bars. It's like um, oh. it's like a single piece. Oh, okay. You know, like a AC vent cover. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm going to do it. Uh, there's nothing to it but to do it, right? That's, Ooh. That's what we do. A 13. And that's with a minus three. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm a little badger. Yeah, but, you're a little badger. But still. That's pretty impressive for a little badger. And I clawed away at, you know, I was I was trying to, you know, to, to that was pretty dig good. around the... So you you just get your claws in, you get some purchase, and start pummeling your, your little fuzzy head into it. And yeah. the grate creaks <laughs> a bit and starts nice. to open. Okay. And you think if uh, one more good push will pry it open, okay. and I will give you advantage on that additional okay. roll. I'm going to back Deg- up a little bit, you know, to get Deg- a good Degmar, run you do it. hear you do hear the some sounds off to your right. It sounds like something is scratching and making as a, a ruckus. As a 19, so it's a 16. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, so you back up, scurry forward, and headbutt into the grate, which comes off of its ancient rusty purchase and falls six feet, clattering loudly to the floor. Okay. Uh, um, I would say all of you can hear that noise, you know, at various degrees of sound. Mm-hmm. Then I will go running to where the sound came from. All right, well, you can obviously get there in pretty much one round of action. Uh, 
Ilar, do you want to continue investigating this oily substance or go investigate? I'm going to investigate the sound. All right. So, Rokos, you are now uh, have a little better view of the room. Mm -hmm. You can see down on the floor, there's a large lever. Mm -hmm. And then to the right, it, again, the room opens up and make a perception roll. He's thinking hard. Well, I'm just trying to find. Uh, I got to get back to my my character, my character, because I can use perception on my character. Um. Uh, so, uh, twenty six. Nice. All right. You hear some noise. Uh, it's sounds like shuffling feet from around that corner, possibly coming to investigate the noise that you made. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, okay. you see uh -oh. a humanoid form stumble around the corner into view. I'm going to scurry back in to about here, just so I'm out of sight. Okay. Well, then Triss and Dagmar, you guys don't even need perception roll at this point because a creature comes around the corner into view and it looks like a desiccated corpse of a human in some ancient garb and it peers in your direction with milky eyes and makes kind of this hideous <laughs> and begins meandering towards you. What would you like to do? I would I would like to shoot it with my fire my firebolt. <laughs> Alright. Uh well let's let's roll for initiative since you're mm -hmm. taking combat action against this wretched creature. Okay. I do not like the cut of his jib. <laughs> His jib is largely, <laughs> I don't know, he rode it away. It was his, uh, wasn't it? Very rude. Yeah, well, yeah I, uh, I didn't care for that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to give give you, I guess, we'll call it a surprise round. So you, although it's no surprise to anybody, as you unleash a fireball towards the creature. Yes, I do. That's a 19. That easily hits him. It doesn't seem to be that uh, uh, that, that quick. <laughs> yes, um, that is uh, that is twelve damage. All right, you you blast him in the shoulder and probably dislocate it. You're crunching this. Uh, his, his body sizzles. All right, then we will go in initiative order. So Brokus, you've eased back around the Ooh. corner and you hear the telltale sound of Triss's firebolt. There isn't any follow-up screams, but you definitely hear crackling. I'm going crackling. to use my movement to come out here and tumble, so six feet. Um, right, so you can tumble down to the floor. Prokos. Yeah, and I, I mean, what are you doing, buddy? so, so uh, what I'd like to do is, I'm guessing if I drop, take fall damage, perhaps, out of a tiny creature, it's going to automatically turn me into my... Or when I fall out, use a bonus, my bonus action to go back as Brokos. And then I'm going to cast Hold Person on him when I'm on the floor. Because this is a person, right? Well, so you, okay, let's go, let's break it down. So you yep. come around the corner, you tumble out. Yep. Plop onto the floor from a six-foot fall. Yep, bonus, and bonus action is going to be when I'm, you know, bonus action will be to turn myself back into right, myself. So then, ooh, then Little Badger turns into Big Brokos. And then cast Hold Person on Old him. Hold Person. Big-ish. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. And the effect of Hold Person is that 
humanoid. Yeah. Uh, but what is the condition? It's paralyzed, right? Paralyzed, yeah, yeah. Rollo, Rollo, Rollo. All right. Well, you feel like your spell worked, but it Ooh. doesn't seem to have an effect. Mm. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was worried about when you went down there, man. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right, Triss. You don't know unless you, if, you know, I, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. Okay. You, have, you can just barely make Brokos out from around the corner to the right. Well, I, I mean, I'm behind the portcullis, so I'm just going to firebolt him again with a 17. All right. So I I rolled a one, and then I realized it was the wrong die, and then I rolled it, rolled the right die, and I got a one for five damage. Okay. So five damage. All right, you blast him a bit. He, a bit. he staggers some more, uh, even though he staggers in general. But he does not fall. Ilar, so you you can see, you know, you're obviously kind of looking up around Triss and see this horrible little creature, humanoid-sized okay. creature. I'm going to move to get better better angle and uh, say, excuse my reach as I <laughs> shove my crossbow over their shoulders. <laughs> And that is a 25 to hit. All right. Your crossbow pierces deep into its body. And that is 11 points of damage. All right. You catch it at its kneecap as it crumples to the ground and twitches a bit and then stops moving. Oh, wow. Huh. We could do this all day. Uh, Dagmar, what do you want to do? Um, I I don't see anything else, so um, I will Not just... Not yet you don't. Wait at the, uh, I will wait at the portcullis and already in action that if something comes in my field of view, I'm going to throw a dagger at it. All right. Careful, Brokos. Brokos, what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to go over to the lever on the floor, I see, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use my action to push the lever. All right, give me another strength check. Well, this is Brokos, so it's much, much better. Brokos the mighty. Yes. Ooh, so I have a minus one for Brokos, but still, I rolled a 17, so 16. There you go. How's nice. that? That is just just enough, because it does, it does not want to move initially. You push on it, and you can feel the ancient gears resisting your efforts. Yeah. And then there's a groan and a creak, and then it slides into gear. And somewhere below, you can hear some cogs turning and chains rattling. It is quite the ruckus. As the portcullis begins to slowly open, uh, Triss, you can, if you wanted to move underneath it, you could. I, I will, yes. All right, so you can see the room, I mean, extends pretty much to the edge of your view. Okay, I, I, I will come up to the body and poke it with, the, with my sword, not with my hand or boot. All right, so... You poke it with your boot, and you see the the spongy flesh eeks out some ooze. Okay. It, it is it is dead, but is also inanimate now. Okay. And uh, that's all I do. I wait. All right, you wait. Then Alar. I will move up and uh, look about for any further enemies. All right. From that vantage point, I'll tell you what I'm going to do here. Because, actually, make a perception roll. 14. You hear the shuffling of feet coming from around that corner, as if, as if perhaps from a, a longer hall. 
This is a very large chamber. More on their way. It's like about 70 by 70 or so. On the west wall are two massive doors, each of them nearly 20 feet wide and 20 feet tall. I should probably also mention that the the chamber itself uh, is much taller than the halls that you've been traveling through, because the, the it's about a 25 foot tall ceiling. To your south, because you're kind of in a small a smaller alcove, even though it's it's about a 40 by 40, you can see stairs again leading up. In the chamber proper, I didn't do like as much decor to fully represent it, but there's probably hundreds of crates and large wooden racks built along the walls. Some of them have toppled. The room, it is just a, it is a mess. You see a large collection of these undead creatures coming out from a hall to the south, clearly drawn from the noise. And did you want to take an, I mean, yeah, you want to take an action? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I can 120 feet. Can I see that first one or just hear them from around the corner? It looks like I would maybe I you see that just, first one. Uh, you can see the first one because that the disc on that corner is actually a floor embellishment. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's not an instruction. Okay. At least that's the way I'm interpreting the art. So that is how far away from me? That is 45 feet. Okay, perfect. Well, then I will reach into its mind and force it to make an intelligence save. Are you now? Yeah. What type of effect is this? Super smart zombie, huh? Um, <laughs> what type of effect? Enchantment. Well, is it a charm effect? No. All right. Well, I, I did not save. I okay. Really too. Well, then enemies abound. It cannot distinguish between friends and foes. Is it immune to being frightened? I'll give it you that. It is immune to frightened and charm. That's well, if I it's immune to frightened, then it saves against my effect. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it doesn't even know that it's saved. See? I All can right, play then. fair, Don. Dagmar. The Porcolis right. has ground to a halt fully, uh, nearly fully in its uh, recessed ceiling mount. Triss has stepped in, has poked the body, and Alar has just gesticulated wildly at something, shouting. I will uh, move up to right here. And then you had mentioned there's a bunch of crates uh, all through our. Are they like trying to kind of weave through these crates? Um, or is it kind of as it's represented here, where it's kind of open? I, I applied a, you know, a good dozen or so crates just to mm-hmm. give it some flavor, and I didn't want to make 100 and bog down roll 20. Right. So just assume right. the room was filled with crates, but you can move. I'm not making it difficult terrain. Um, this is a you can you can weave through them as necessary. So just okay. We're gonna call them flavor debris for now. Flavor gotcha. debris. Um, what I would like to do, since I can't really do anything else right now um i actually have a thousand ball bearings in my equipment (laughs) and uh a thousand ball bearings it it says a bag of staffs and ball bearings how many how much does a bag of a thousand ball bearings weigh two pounds apparently so these are very small (laughs) ones 
<laughs> I, it's just part of my adventuring. A thousand BBs. Equipment. Yeah. 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 I'm like, yep. that, that would be BBs, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, what I would like to do is open the bag and toss them in a fashion to cover the area that they're trying to walk with us in ball bearings. So maybe they would slip and fall. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> yeah. I would like to cause uh, a Benny Hill incident yeah. of uh, uh, zombies. This game is silly. Okay. Uh, ball bearings it is. So tell you what, we'll just throw out a sphere of turn. I don't know. So you said that is a 10 by 10? Um, it says it will cover a uh, square area that is 10 foot on a side. Okay. And that they must make a dexterity saving throw of 10 or fall prone. Okay. Uh, so any creature I... moving through it uh, at half speed doesn't have to make a save. All right. So is, it, is this about where you wanted it? It's about 15 feet from you? Uh, I would actually like to try to get it as close to them as possible. Is that fine? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, that will I'm be... just imagining if you toss a bag of wall bearings, like in a, you're, you're pitching a bag toss, it's going to hit the ground, and then ball bearings are going yeah, to start everywhere, scattering yeah. everywhere. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's... That is what I'm going to do with my turn. Delightful. Well, then it is their turn. And for Dagmar and Alar, you can see half a half dozen of these uh, creatures shambling forward. And we'll just we'll just start with the first one here. So he's going to move 15 feet and go right into your ball bearing mess uh, because he's not the brightest. And that is going to be a fantastic. Three deck save. Awesome. So he is prone. So he goes Roar, and topples onto his rotted butt. Does he make that noise? He does. Roar. Okay. It is a zombie surprise. <laughs> you notice that they are not moving at, at any sort of terrifying clip. And I would say Alar and Dagmar make a perception roll. Twelve. Uh, Twelve. All right. You both notice that most of them look to be about the same. They they're all human or very close approximations of human, um, wearing out uniforms. You've seen jumpsuits. They look like they're wearing jumpsuits. Yeah, but they're very like tattered and rotted. You that wouldn't have been something in your repertoire up until you saw like the Copaco people. So they they're like worker attire, but there is one dressed slightly different. And it seems to be holding back a bit as the others move up. Uh. So, Brokos, we're up to you now. So, as a... Um, first, I'm going to cast... you. Uh, I'm going to cast some Aminels. And I think what I'm going to do is some Black Bears. How's that sound? Let's do half. Let's do four Black Bears. I was really hoping for those crocodiles, you know, but whatever. Mm, you know, uh, four black bears, and I will cast them. That's what's my distance on that. Uh, that's going to be 60 feet. So I will try to, I'm going to move as much as I can. So there's four. Are they, these are large creatures? Yep. I'm sorry. Black bears. Uh, you can keep that bear up because I'm going to turn myself into a cave bear. 
uh, these are medium beasts. The blacks are medium beasts. I'm going to turn myself into a cave bear, which is a large cave bear, which is a large beast. And the black bears, I'm going to cast if I can get to 60 feet. I will do it from. I'll put them right in the middle. So let's put one here. All right, put your bears where you want. Them. And then I'll be a big bear. I'm going to be a cave bear, so I'm going to be really big. All right, we'll just make your pawn bigger. Nice. And then that's my movement. And I'm going to roll for initiative for them. And I'm going to grab a screenshot of that because it's actually pretty funny. I, um, I Inadvertently, the zombies kind of made a, a, a like an X shape or a cross shape. And you mm -hmm. just filled it in. And now it looks yep. kind of like a tic-tac-toe. It does. Um, uh, I got 14 for if you want to add them to a turn order. Do I ever? Behind Triss. That's this game that. will not be complete without wild animals. Beautiful. All right, then, Triss. You hear... The roaring of bears. You know who's at it again. Well, this is pleasing to me. So I will run up so I can see, and then I will firebolt the one standing that's not surrounded by bears. <laughs> yes, I hit him soundly. It's a 25. Well, that's confident of you. All right, so we've got two two in the lead, one on his butt, one standing just shy of the ball bearings, who now is taking a firebolt. Yep, 13 damage. 13 damage. All right, you uh, give him a good blast with the chest. He wavers a bit. And then we have time for some bear action. Okay, so the one right here, since he's got there, you know, basically, I've also put him there if you notice that they are all flanking. As well they are <laughs> so the first one will be on that one we're just going to top left hand corner and do clockwise he's going to go on that one okay and that will be two attacks so the first attack is going to be his bite and that's going to be a 18 to hit yes that's a hit and these are all piercing damage oh this is piercing damage this is uh going to be five points of piercing damage and then it's going to swipe its claws at him and ooh, another 18. And that's going to do uh, ooh, uh, eight points of slashing damage. All right. He tears into them, starting to rip, rip away rotted flesh. And this one's going to do the same attack on the same one. Uh, first attack is going to be, ooh, even higher, 21 to hit. Rolling well today. And that's going to be four points of piercing damage. And this claw is going to come in through, and that's going to be a 14 to hit. That's a hit. And that's going to do seven points of slashing damage. And he goes down. And then this one here at our five o'clock is going to go um, on him. I'm not even rolling for advantage. I just forgot that. <laughs> um, so a, ten, a 14 to hit. Are you, are you talking about this, the center one? or The, the one, one the one at three o'clock. Because the top right bear is the one attacking, right? Nope, he already attacked. Okay, so He's we're at the bottom left. Five o'clock attacking we're, we're... three o'clock. Yep, that's a seven points of damage, bite damage. So it's piercing, and then okay. his slashing attack claws are going to be a seventeen, which is hits, and that's going to do uh, five points of slashing damage. Jeez. Okay, and then this one here is going to attack the one in the middle. So. Our last one at, what, 7 o'clock is going to attack center. And he is going to... I just want to get that natural 20. No, uh, 22 to hit. Yeah, that's it. 
and that's going to do six points of piercing damage. And then second attack is going to be ooh, a 19 to hit, which is going to hit, and that's going to do 10 points of slashing damage. And that is their turn. I arranged that so Sorry, everybody, taking all the time. But what's that? Yeah, it was a pure. Once you saw, I saw that, I'm like, yep. Oh, <laughs> DM foul. Okay. Well, Alar. Okay. The bears have it. Well, I am going to move up beside the ball bearings um, and cast Thunder Wave on those two. Hmm. The one in the ball bearing and the one standing by him? Correct. All right. So I strike my power cord, and uh, they both get to make constitution saving throws. Oh. And this is a particularly loud power cord, I might add. Well, I they actually have decent con. So I got a really? 22. That saves. And a 20. Oh, they both saved. Dang it. Sorry. Uh, okay. Sorry, I rolled actually well. And... Yeah. So they're not going to get pushed, but uh, and they do not take as much damage. But <laughs> uh, rolling good damage, so that'd be that'd be fifteen points of damage to each. Wow. Wow. All right. So the guy on the floor just undulates with your thunder wave, body rocking like he's doing some sort of '80s hip hop dance. And the guy standing is just, I don't know, evaporated. Oh. <laughs> he just, you blow his, his, his body parts off and he just, <laughs> he, he now is collapsed in pieces by his friend. Great. Okay. They've known each other so long. The so eternal long. friendship is now yeah. destroyed. All right, Dagmar. All right. Any more uh, tricks up one... your sleeve? Uh, no. Um, the one on the ground is still alive, correct? Correct. Strictly speaking. Right, it right, right. It is still animated. Um, <laughs> animated. Yeah. So I am going to skirt the other side of my ball bearings and go right here. And then um, the staff, the quarter staff, I assume. Yeah. Uh, Tris would have handed that back to Dagmar. Yes, absolutely. So I will use that, actually, to attack with my, my new gloves and uh, gauntlets and uh, attack him. So as prone for melee, he would get advantage. Or he would get advantage, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, I'm very glad. Oh, my gosh. I rolled two ones with advantage. Uh, Man, that is brutal. Uh, (laughs) The dice do not want you doing this. No, no. I might have to throw that staff away. Um, (laughs) Do they... Can I take any more actions? Or I know some people roll ones, and that's like your turn. Like how how do you do that? Well, you've can... got. Do you have two attacks? No, but I can make a bonus action and do a unarmed attack. You can still get your bonus action. Okay. Okay. I will just stare at my staff that I was trying to hit with it, and just like in shock, and then I'll just try. Well, to well you don't it. know. You know. You don't know your own strength. Right, you're still getting That's used to these. It it's like, yeah. and you just jam it into the rock, probably splintering yeah. the tip of the staff. Nice. Uh, and then I'll just, I'm, I'm just gonna try to punch him with uh, the bonus action. Oh my god, <laughs> I rolled a five and a seven, so that no. was the a fourteen to hit. 
Well, that's that's enough to hit. Fortunately. Okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> At least I hit him. Uh, and I did do uh, eight damage with my punch. All right. So you kind of do this hero punch as you drive, you know, like power drive down on him, and your fist just crushes his little skull and explodes it. Gross. Nice. Yeah. Rotted brain pops out. Okay. And he is no more. Well, I feel vindicated. So <laughs> that is what I'd like to do for my turn. All right. Well, I think they're going to get the only turn that they're going to have in this combat <laughs> surrounded by the bears. All right. Well, we'll go with the bottom guy. So he's just going to mindlessly attack the bear to his right. Okay. And he rolls a natty one. That's amazing. Wow. I was worried when I saw the numbers. That's, that's a bear scare. All right, then the guy to the right is going to attack the bear to the north, and that is going to be a 14 to hit. That hits. For seven damage. Okay. Are you, so you want to track the... Yeah, I got it. I got a nice so little encounter we'll the middle here. guy. We'll attack that same bear. Oh, that's definitely going to be a hit then. That's a uh, 17 to hit. Yep. Uh, for... Three damage, so pretty okay. sad. And then the guy to the left, he's he's gonna. Well, so there is no. I hate not having five foot steps, so he can't actually do that without disengaging. So I guess he'll just try to wallop the bear to the north. Then, uh, all right. Oh my gosh, I rolled a pair of fours. So mm. darn these dice. It's not a very high eight armor. What was your? Attack. Oh, actually, that's true. Um, uh, does, does an 11 hit? Yep, that's my armor. Holy cow. Oh. Okay. Well, they're well, tanks, you know, they're tanks in a way, guys. <laughs> okay, well, that is going to be 15 damage then. And additionally, 13 necrotic. And that falls, the bear falls. All right, he just vaporizes and goes back to a little fake yep. home. He's just done. All right, so that that other zombie just like wham, wham, and just kind of just vaporizes your yep your bear. Okay, Brokos. Well, seeing that, that did not make Bros- Brokos very happy. So he's going to be his big cave bear, going to run down here and get in that spot. Oh, and he's going right to right to the ball bearings. No, he can actually. I did the calculation. He can actually run this way. And down. Okay. So 40, you, he's got 40 feet run. So. You barrel past Dagmar, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. filling the spot where your bear was. And I'm going to do a couple of attacks. Growl, of course, you know, scarily. Scary growl. Okay. Okay. That's an advantage. Uh, so a 22 to hit. Yeah. It's going to be eight points of bite damage, so piercing. Tasty. And the second one's going to be, finally, an out of D20. All right. Uh, that's going to be 21 points of claw damage. Dang. Wow. And that is my turn. All right, Tris. There's still a few things left standing. Yes, but not much. So Tris will um, firebolt. She doesn't really see the need to get into the middle of that seems like the animals have it um but she'll she'll train her fire on the sturdy semi-intelligent looking one 
Okay. And that's a 15? A 15 hits. Okay. For 13 damage. Nicely done. All right. He is well singed and clawed a bit. And we're back to the bears. Okay. The one at 2 o'clock is going to go for the one in the middle. And that is going to be a natty 20. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's going to be 10 points of bite damage. All right. Your bear lunges in and tears its throat out. Nice. And it crumples to the ground. Second attack is going to be on the one in the middle, then at 3 o'clock. Okay. All these different screens. Really bad. And that's going to be uh, 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be four points of slashing damage. All right. The one in the, at uh, 5 o'clock is going to be at 3 o'clock. So that's a 16 to hit. All right. And that's going to be four points of bite damage. And then Still standing. His slashing claw is going to be a twenty or seventeen to hit, All right. and he does four points of slashing damage. And then the guy will go down. And then the one at seven o'clock will go the one at six o'clock. You're confusing me with your clocks. So we're going clockwise. You know so what a clock looks like. It makes sense to me. So this is seven o'clock, and that's six o'clock. So he gets okay. a, 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 a dirty 20, and that's going to be three points of bite damage. And then he is going to, come on, that's an anti 20, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. no, uh, 16 to hit. That's a hit. And that's going to be finally a nine points of slashing damage. Okay. So we are down to two zombies standing, one slightly tougher than the rest, and it is Alar's turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to move down here and do another Thunder Wave, catching both zombies 6 and 9 o'clock as well as that bear, so they can all make constitution saves. My bear? Your bear. You've got a good con. M- me? Or okay. Brokos? Just or... your bear. Just the little bear. Little bear at 7 o'clock. Yeah, he failed. All right. Okay. The, uh, the guy in the south got a... Nine and the slightly terrible nope. one got a 19. Okay, so bear and six o'clock yeah. are gonna take uh 16 points of damage. Oh, bear's still up and get pushed away 10 feet. All right, well, oh. you blast his pieces apart and they scatter, they scatter away from the fray. And the nine o'clock zombie master is going to take eight points of damage. Okay. Dagmar. All right. I will um, head down here to this location. And um, I will pull out my short sword and attack um, the one just to the north of me. All right. And uh, I'm a flanking, so I get advantage. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's 14 to hit. That is a hit. All right. No, no, it is not a hit. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. It's the oh, big daddy. It's not a hit. No. Okay. Um, and then I will use my bonus action to uh, punch this one as well. Punch him in the face. Yeah, so 17. That's a hit. All right. 
I'll be five points of damage. All right. Well, he's not too keen on being surrounded and pummeled. So he, let's see, what's he going to do? I think he's going to focus fire on this big, big bear creature directly in front of him. Mm -hmm. So he will. All right. First strike's going to be a 22. Well hit. All right. And that is going to be seven uh, bludgeoning. Okay. And then four necrotic. Okay. Ooh, and there's a 90-20 for him. Oh. Oh, this one's going to tingle ever so slightly. That is going to be 12 bludgeoning. Okay. I don't know. Is the necrotic doubled? I'm not no. so sure if it is or not. Only if I'm immune or I'm... I'm uh... Necrotic is only doubled if I... That's one of my... Uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm not... Vulnerability, yeah. But on a critical hit? Oh, yeah. Any dice rolls is yeah. doubled. Any dice roll. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's a lot of sixes. Okay. That is 20 necrotic damage. Oh, he just turns, and I turn back into Brokos, but Brokos is full health now. Oh. Wow. So, yep. I just turned back into Brokos, but I am just down, Brokos is just down one hit point, so. Okay. Druids are awesome. Well. <laughs> All right, Drew. Well, Brokos. We're back to you then. Finish him off, man. Yeah. So now I'm I'm just going to turn into my I'm going to get all like in his face because I'm going to turn into my primal instinct here, and I am going to grow some claws and I'm going to just attack him with some acid damage. That's a 19. Oh, I got my advantage too. So uh, 23 to hit. That's a hit. And I do uh, eight points of acid damage. All right. He sizzles a bit, but takes it. My turn. All right, Triss. Uh, so Triss will move up, and I'm just going to firebolt him again. Uh, 17. That is a hit. That is a really handy feature you have. Yeah, it is. I know. I really like it. Eight damage. Eight fire damage. Still standing. Who needs right, a ranged so. weapon, right? All right, we are back to the bears. Okay. Come so on, bears. The bearlies. Bears, come on. Um, if you allow me to be on top of him, actually, I mean, either way, he's going to come back around this way, and he's going to be on that way out. Surrounded. Okay. And you also have the one that got pushed back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot you him. You can move up. Yeah, that's right. So the, the, the zombie creature is fully surrounded now by three bears, a Dagmar, mm. and a Brokos. With Alar and Triss taking up the second ranks. So first, bear number one is going to, it's the one at three o'clock, is going to do a dirty 20. And that's that damage. eight points of bite damage. Whoa. And okay. going to claw, and that's an 18 to hit. All right. And that is going to be six points of slashing damage. It's so much damage these things put out. Yep. Right. And then the one here next to Dagmar is going to get its first attack. It does not get advantage, of course. That's a miss at 11. Take it, right? That's a miss. And the second one is a miss at an 91. So right. the one here at 9 o'clock will be advantage. And it's a 22 to hit. 
And that does six points of piercing da- or piercing damage with his bite. Clamps oh. down. And he attacks again, and he gets a uh, 22. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to be nine points of slashing damage across his and throat. And he goes down. No. So you could say he was barely alive. Uh, you know, I refrain. You're fired. <laughs> I got through that entire encounter without it. I figured that a few episodes ago was too much. So, uh, Oh, my god! And my bears stand up on their hind feet and clap. Oh, so well, cute. There's still one more. There's still one more zombie. Oh, where? Where? Oh, I thought he was laying down. This one here in the bottom. He is laying down, oh, but he's not. He's, uh, I didn't put them on. He's dead. Oh. oh. He's dead. got thunder waved. Okay. Okay. He's in pieces. Yep. I thought he was just down. I didn't think he was like dead. And now I have three bears to follow us around for like the next hour. Hour? Yeah, they get an hour. Holy cow. (laughs) Goodness. Some of them are hurt, but I'm not going to obviously heal them. We need to play a party of just druids because holy cow <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. kidding wait yeah, all these animal summonings man they'll get more powerful wait until i can fly and then wait until i can turn into an elemental mm, i can't <laughs> wait let's just do it level five <laughs> five levels up let's see what happens yeah i'm multi-classing next, next. <laughs> yeah everybody's gonna do a druid dip yep. the druids <laughs> usually by by rank they kind of have power and they actually get more powerful as they go along you know, some tater, you know, kind of teeter off and stuff, but druids actually get very powerful. Bards do as well. Uh, I'm mm. not feeling it yet, man. I don't know. Mm-mm. All right. Well, you have defeated the zombie workers, and you're left alone in this giant warehouse because that is clearly what it is, without too much thought. Well, I want to examine their jumpsuits, their uniforms, their like, are there insignia? Is there? Are there pockets? <laughs> are there pockets? <laughs> so their clothing probably had some insignias on them, but they are so tattered and decayed that uh, the, the the most you can make out, you can see like part of a wing, like the maybe it might. I'd say it might have been maybe like an eagle type symbol, like a little winged creature. But even even the most clear patch is just kind of shredded and, and rotted. Hmm. So yes, they they obviously were part of a workforce or organization. Um, but I'm gonna say the best part you get is yeah, like a little wing. And as far as what's in their pockets, some of them actually do still have some coins uh, in the tattered pockets, but most of them uh, don't really have anything on them. However. This is clearly was you know was a warehouse and these crates. I mean, I said there's hundreds of them, much of which have decayed. Uh, you can see, you know, you can start searching. Actually, what do you want to do? Let's just do that. I would say looking through the crate. Is everybody feeling okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine. Good. Um, I would yeah. say let's start looking through the crates. Yeah. Yeah. Dagmar, do you want to pick up all your ball bearings? <laughs> uh, no. No, I'll just leave them there. I'm, oh. I've been carrying around too long anyway. <laughs> yeah, that would take a while, I think, to pick up a thousand ball bearings that are BB sized. There might be a broom in here somewhere. I don't know. I will mention to them what I saw in this little two by two uh, hole there or, or the tunnel. There is some area that goes further back this way, but uh, it looks like it was some kind of ventilation or some kind of, I don't know, 
Hmm. Who knows? Running water, whatever. Okay. I have a, a crowbar, so I'd like to put that to use. And oh, I, I know crates. I have all these weird Yeah, I, I might as well let the bears open them up then too, right? Yeah, Just go for it. Let the bears yeah. open them up. Yeah, I'll crowbar a few. You know, I don't want to be left out. Oh, no, go for that. It's not, you know, you and the bears, we could just sit, sit and watch. And now I'm like really strong. So, right. I, you know, You're I stronger than the bears are. Too. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You can wrestle with the bear if you like. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you spend probably a lot of time. I mean, I'm thinking maybe even a couple hours combing through this mess. We'll take a short rest then. Yeah. yeah. I would say 90% of the content of the crates is no longer useful. Uh, and other bits, I mean, there, there are tools and, you know, metal instruments and things like that, that uh, I'm, I'm not going to really all spe- spell out. But this clearly was a, um, like a transition warehouse, probably for maybe goods being transported to and from this facility. But you do find scattered throughout this mess quite a, quite a few valuables. I mean, it's actually a pretty respectable haul. And I figured the way I'm going to do this in the interest of uh, time for today's show is I'll give you guys the list of everything that you find, assuming that you spend all that time looking. Okay. And instead of like listing it off, maybe we can kind of go through it next time, but uh, I'm just going to throw it in the chat. Cool. Because the things that people are interested in might be the few magic items you do uncover. I would, anything that looks magical, I I would detect it. I would spend my rituals to detect all right, so I'm. I just threw it in the roll twenty chat. Roll twenty chat. Um, if there's anything that you're like, oh, people should know about that, but um, we're basically going to go through, and I assume you guys will decide what you want to do after this. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still probably too early in the day for a, a long rest. Yeah. But once you finish exploring this warehouse, you, there's obviously these, these two large wooden doors, like bay doors. And they are inoperable. They're just completely jammed. If you wanted to really spend some time to break them open, you can just let me know. Otherwise, there is a, there is another stairway leading up. Well, if people would like me to detect these magical items and then identify them, it will take some time. We can do a short rest. Yeah, we'll do a short Should rest. Should we just have some lunch that. here? Like a mm-hmm. late lunch? Uh, we've We've done a lot of battling so far today i feel yeah. a little exhausted it, it, it has been pretty battling intensive yeah uh, a little bit by by design this is a strange place yeah this is like um you think this would be used by the company if they knew it was here for storage i do not know i am concerned that we are going the wrong direction since the portcullis was so difficult to uh, open yeah that's true we need to find the dig site yeah. But remember, we are coming up from behind, not their standard entrance. Hmm. Okay. And you were also you were also below. So we know we were we knew that we were below. So going up would be the right thing to do, right? I, I don't know if I ever really made that clear, okay. but I'm going to say by this point you've determined, considering these things keep going up, yeah, that you came in. At the down in the workings of this place, there is that stairwell. Was that going up or down? Up, that goes up. up. Okay, something to note. And uh, whoever goes and checks it out, 
and kind of looks up. It, it spirals up quite a ways, but you do actually feel a faint whiff of fresh air oh, above you. Okay. Then you think the surface may be nearby. Ooh. Okay. So when we say surface, do we mean like a surface surface or do we no, mean no, 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 no. secondary no. surface? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and find out what's on the I surface and all the details of these items that you find I next knew. week. Okay. Okay. I right. hoped we would just get there, but, you know, the fights, <laughs> they take time. We ran a little long today. So we'll let you guys go and get to your days. And... Uh, Hopefully the suspense will kill you for a week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see you all, all right. next week. Bye-bye. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks again. Bye.